0: Welcome to the Digging Six Feet Under podcast, where every week we review each episode of HBO's original television series, Six Feet Under, with your host and licensed funeral director, Victor Rubio. Rubio and I'm Marissa McHale
1: and today we are here to discuss the penultimate episode of Ooh. Six Feet Under titled Static. Do you know what the word penultimate means?
0: So you've, I did not <laughs> <laughs> until I met you, um, you've used this word a few times now. I think that you like to kind of um, say it and sound all savvy. Yeah. So I'm assuming it's the episode before the finale.
1: Yeah, it's the, the second to last episode.
0: Okay, so the episode before the. I,
1: I personally like to call things as they are, and being, <laughs> being that this is the penultimate episode,
0: you're totally You know, you're right. You're right.
1: Um, let me ask you. I guess a few things to get to. Do you have any idea what this episode title means in comparison to the episode? Because if you take out that one scene with Nate, yeah. where he says static, yeah, I have no idea.
0: Not really. I was trying to really read into it. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah. Aside from that, and truthfully, even in that scene, I'm a little confused still. <laughs> so, um, yeah, yeah. I, I I don't know. I I kind of took it a little bit as like, you know, obviously static, like with the TV, that kind of white noise. Um, I kind of took it as maybe focusing on things that don't really matter or focusing on mindless. I don't. I don't know.
1: Yeah. No. I I, I have somewhere in my notes. I'm rambling just like you are. Yeah. Um. I just wonder it though. Maybe you know, sometimes it's so obvious it just kind right, of right. No, know. um, so we had planned to do this episode earlier in the week, and I just got hammered by the uh, the breeding flu. Yeah, <laughs> I got really sick this week, so if if my notes are a little or I'm a little not up to to par to the usual i uh i apologize our digging dexter podcast suffered because of it that's yeah. coming out a day later and i had this remember like i don't know if you do remember earlier in this week i had this whole big plan that i was gonna have like two weeks to do yeah the final episode it was like and specific
0: now, like let's record really yeah. early this episode i think we even actually mentioned it last episode like we're I did, gonna be and, recording and really the, early I,
1: I even told and i told colton like yeah send me notes and yeah. he was sending me notes as i was dying oh my god <laughs> so like i was like oh my god thanks man and like you know it's so funny we're recording the latest possible that we yeah. can you know uh i guess with that being said we do have the the final episode of the series next week um i guess that's all we really have to get into before well I, I guess some of the death capsule has to do with some some of what i want to talk about anything you want to talk about before we get into it um no so, I've been saying for the past few weeks that I have the final stats of all the death capsules yes. of this show. So, we have one here that a gentleman dies and, you know, we'll we'll get to everything. So, there's been 67 deaths hmm. on the show.
0: How many episodes?
1: Oh, uh, God. Roughly? I think it's 50-something. Okay. <laughs> well, let me Just get, curious. Yeah, no, no. Well, let me say this. There's 67 deaths. So, how many... How many... Just guessing. How many do you think are men? Sixty seven deaths, you said? Sixty-three episodes. Okay. So they're sixty yeah, and there's sixty-seven deaths.
0: Um just totally guessing forty-five.
1: Close, forty two. Nice. Forty two are male, twenty-five or female. Uh I would ask you to guess all of these, but I'll just random you just throw out a number if you want. The average death age. Mm. Forty four. Nice. The youngest death. Ooh. Yeah, if you would have seen uh 3 weeks. Oh my god. Yeah, there was a it was actually a clever death capsule in season 1, the oldest death, 94. Hmm. Um I had they have all the causes of deaths. What do you uh they have other accidents as 16. So we'll just say that. What do you think is the ho- what do you think is higher? Vehicle related accidents, then just think about how many we've seen this season alone. Yep. Or natural causes disease.
0: Natural causes.
1: Yeah, 17 in this show. 12 is vehicle related. Six are gunshot murders, which I had—I can only think of one. Hmm. Do you think of any gunshot murders? No. I'm thinking of one from season four when the guy Paco gets shot in Los Angeles. Wow. What are the other five gunshots? Does anyone commit suicide on the show? Somebody has to. There's six suicides and then it says two are debatable. Uh, what are the other gunshots?
0: Something to look into.
1: Wow, I'm so... Uh, two are animal insect attacks. Insects?
0: Insect. Yeah, that's what I was going to say.
1: Man. Uh, one is an execution, if you mm-hmm. remember from season three. One's a lightning strike, yep. which I believe is season four. <laughs> nosebleed due to deviated septum slash plastic surgery. Yeah, gross. that was in season... God, I think four. Have
0: you ever had a nosebleed?
1: Uh, yeah. I never I have. have. Never have? Never. Oof. I haven't had one since I was like 10.
0: I don't think you get them past 10.
1: Really? Yeah. Or, if you get them like something's. I was definitely being yeah.
0: sarcastic I, I forget
1: oh <laughs> <laughs> other means of murder three uh, what are other ways people I'm trying to what can you think of some death capsules this season? I remember there was the one where the guy was audio auto esfis, god assiatic esf- <laughs> What about
0: the one that that fell off the boat?
1: Okay, could that, would that be, be other like other another? accidents? Yeah. Other accidents? Why can't I think of any other gunshots? If it's not you, like you it, have a podcast on this or something. I know. If you want to say it's one per season, all right. Well, anyway, so yeah, sixty-seven total deaths on the show. Forty-two are male, twenty-five are female, and yeah, thought that was cool yeah. to have you here. And we see our death capsule starts out. Uh, it's our final one for this series. Um, and I, it's funny, I, I have this written down in my notes and just going over that somewhere in my mind, there are so many other death capsules that I thought we would have eventually touched over. Mm-hmm. Like in my mind, there were, I, I was waiting. It's funny because like, there's so much of the pot of the podcast that like, it's like, yeah, yeah I'll get to that. I'll do it. I'll do it. And then now it's like, oh my God, yeah. I have the final episode now. Like all those ideas and not gonna I don't say dreams, like big dreams, just like stuff I was thinking of to do like Crazy. yeah the gone yeah <laughs> um and i have nothing like i, I don't know i guess death capsules have led us to talk about some funeral related stuff yeah not as much as whatever uh i would say this death capsule is i don't know if if divisive is the word like most of the deaths are black and white mm-hmm. you know they didn't deserve it or or they did it was like a freak accident um there was like some decision making with this death yeah if i could say that
0: I just felt, um, kind of, yeah. This death was definitely. I, as I'm not. A lot of the deaths, you know, will spark something in you, but the visual, yeah, of this guy, it definitely like sparks something. And it, it's sad that when was this episode?
1: What do you mean? What? Like how
0: many? How many years ago? This is 2005. So. 13 years ago yeah um and like we're still like dealing with like war and still dealing with like all of that so yeah. it's just sad that that's like still relevant too yeah. um but it just definitely makes you
1: well the, this six feet under got super political yeah. within the past three episodes yeah, out of nowhere you know uh, i think that's really funny uh but this one i mean it's fine to be all political but when you see it from this end it's oh like, i know Whoa. yeah it's talk about like the actual side of politics you should be talking yeah um I can't. I can't think of any other suicides on the show. Uh, just be careful of your wire there, because you're like, yeah. Um, I can't think of how much pain that kid had to be. in. I know. And go ahead.
0: And his sister also, and, and like at this point, you don't like you didn't even know it was her sister, his sister. But um, to you know, I think that um, I have siblings, and if my siblings asked me to do that, I think I would make sure that. They were 100% sure, sleep on it, you know, but if that's what they wanted, I think that I would help them too. Yeah. You know, if that I was the how many state people, that they were in.
1: I wonder how many people would. Right. Like, who's like, no, suffer and stay alive for I, I mean, I think that that benefit. would be my,
0: I think that that would truthfully be my first reaction. Wonder, like, of, no, you're not course. allowed to leave me, you know, oh, but yeah. then like well, when you visually. If your quality s- of life is oh, that Oh my gosh, right. I know. And, I, and it's not like he's... Like happy about it by any means. I mean, yeah. look at you know. It, no, it was it was pretty terrible. Uh,
1: I, I was gonna ask, well, how does this death pertain to the episode? Besides the obvious, you know, when Claire comes home and everything. And I kind of was stumped, but as I was as I was thinking about asking you, I, I kind of realized like because she's talking, she starts talking about how you know what are we just supposed to like put on makeup and prosthetics and just make it all look like he was completely yeah. fine whatever I'm like no like that's the the real the the, gritty, the grittiness of it you know uh maybe the death is supposed to be like like this is how something in like funeral industry right i'm going to make a long tangent point to get back to, mm-hmm. to get back to where we are something that you know people say is oh your job must be so hard that must be so whatever and I've definitely said this on the podcast plenty of times, but like when we get families and we're working with them and everything, it's all brand new, yeah, so like there isn't as much and I've definitely have told you this, what I don't see is like you know three weeks later and their usual Tuesday pizza night, mm-hmm. now that's gone, yeah, how do you, yeah, waking up in the morning, yeah, uh, whatever. Who's going grocery shop? Like stuff like that, right? Stuff like that, I don't see, and stuff like that. It takes weeks because people are surrounding you until whenever. You know. Yeah,
0: I was gonna ask you. Um, have you ever dealt with someone that was missing limbs?
1: And did you? D- and did you do the prosthetic? Uh, if if they had a prosthetic, like we would not get a new one for them. Okay, could you? Like they are. Uh, I guess. Okay, it just it would. Like 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 the sister saying it would be kind of awkward only because, you know we we, we always treat it like how did they how did they wear it when they were alive mm-hmm. that's why I always say like you know bring in suit for the person if you want but if they never wore a suit why are you gonna bring in a suit yeah you know um, which makes sense that's yeah. yeah that's why it's like if they love you know the Miami Heat bring in a Heat jersey yeah. like you know uh, um, so yeah like but when we do have prosthetics uh, we'll say bring them in we've buried people with their prosthetic legs Mm -hmm. and you know yeah part of it right um
0: yeah it's part of them yeah yeah
1: but but like getting them made like rico says doesn't really happen uh but back to like what what the meaning of the death is for everything else i just think you know it's not like it's fun we get to see the fisher six weeks after the death happened because like, you, you don't ever get to see that Yeah. from, I mean, you know, you just, that's when the, the hurt and the getting back to normal comes in, you know? Um. So I thought maybe that's what this death has to do with it. Just the reality of it. And, yeah. Like, you can't try to dress it up. Or maybe like as a TV show, like, death isn't, like, while death is like, <laughs> I don't want to say, not beautified, TV makes death glamorous almost like you know your death is so poignant and so like dramatized whatever and it's sometimes it's like not it's like just dirty (laughs) you know uh i don't know that that's what i thought i maybe no that makes that makes sense uh our episode starts out with if you realize static when david's in bed oh no i didn't yeah that's funny. a little touch um uh the idea so there's an episode from season three uh it's called everybody leaves season three episode 10 and when i had first watched this episode um i thought i was like god all this episode is about is everyone grieving mm-hmm. <laughs> So i was kind of like oh this episode should be called like everyone grieves you know um but I-, I remember talking to you about this like this episode is kind of like a lull did yeah. you feel like that or no so we're like on a high from episode 10. Right. Emotional yeah. high. And then I feel like it just brings us right back, th- yeah. back down. And I'll get to like why I think that is. But yeah, do you so think that or not? I,
0: um, I really enjoyed the last two episodes. Yeah. So this one definitely was a little bit of a lull. It was definitely just different, you yeah. know, if you will. Um, But the second time around watching it, I got more out of it, which I feel like always happens with the show. Of course, yeah. But, um, but... The second time around, I got more out of it. Uh, that made me think about things differently. So i I think it was yes, it was a lull. I agree with you in that sense. But I think it was like also needed. It like yeah. kind of tied a lot together yeah. in a sense.
1: Uh, because I was <laughs> I was telling you this about Breaking Bad is is the best example I could come up with. But I think this show too, like we were writing in in, in entertainment. And it's, it's it's something easier you could point out with comedy, like before a comedian gets like his last his final joke, he makes it he usually makes it like re- he or she, makes it like really serious and like you know will get really personal or just like quiet, and you know they usually end the, the they're set with like a big joke and like movies movies and and TV are like the same way. Uh, I was telling you Breaking Bad. I know you don't you, you seem to have no memory of Ugh, this. My but memory's se- terrible. <laughs> but the second so the third to last episode is. On, ozzy Mandias, and that's where everyone spoiler everyone dies what i'm just kidding (laughs) (laughs) and that was like oh my god the greatest episode yeah after that was this episode called granite state and all you saw was walter white just in a cabin for weeks and it was really boring but at the end like something happened and like everything came back and then the final the finale was the finale i feel like this is the same exact thing like yeah really emotional touching episode with Nate's funeral and this week now we're just seeing like everyone everyone's life is shitty yeah you know david can't you know whatever we could get through everything um but that being said uh uh, where do we do we want to start with david i want to end the episode with claire okay and i guess we'll do claire brenda and billy in the second half right sure so let's do david now let's do it uh our episode does start out with david and you know we just see that he's like losing it um it's kind of like why wouldn't he be? Yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah, definitely. Uh, you know, everyone grieves differently and you know, while we saw some saw some from David last week and when I when we say last week, now that's like 6 weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um you know, we didn't see, like, the after effect yeah. of everything. Yeah, I, I do
0: think it's cool, like you said, that we are seeing it now six weeks later. And I feel like with Six Feet Under on this podcast, we've been a little confused at times, um, episode by episode, of, like, how much time has yeah. passed. Where we've, like, guessed, like, how yeah. much night, you know? But I think it's it's cool that they noted, a, like, that it's been over a month. Yeah. And, um, and I do think that it is, like you said, like, last week's episode, everyone, I don't want to say acted as they should have or or to be expected you know but it was like yeah like what happens after the funeral what what happens to everyone lives everyone's life after that so it is really cool that it is six weeks later
1: and Keith and David they kind of fight over dinner just about how I don't know what the word is for David just how grieving he's acting (laughs) I don't know what the word is for for what he's going through yeah I I mean he's he's it's almost almost to the boys detriment I mean not right. really
0: no definitely though I agree and I think it's funny that um, not funny but that Keith and David almost switched roles in a sense yeah. like Keith was kind of the loose cannon the one that the, the boys were kind of like a little scared or timid around and yeah. now it's like reversed you know obviously yeah, David funny. went through something but totally reversed you know yeah. Um. I also noticed that they talked about um when, when he first woke up the killer the, the child killer Messed the child murderer figure, yeah, yeah um and it just seems like and and now unfortunately in our society like there are murders and you know people you know um abducting children all the time and uh-huh. i think that if you are a parent of course you're going to be maybe more alarmed by that stuff but i don't think that you're going to like just immediately assume your kid's going to get abducted but i think that with nate's death i think that you know with the loss of nate like he's just like it's like consuming him that he's like that paranoid and that scared of like losing his kids. Like, like that they're gonna, that they're going to leave too, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, that's like the only thing that I can like rationalize of like how crazy he is with, you
1: know? Uh, when David drops the boys off at school, he keeps seeing this, whatever this, you know, um, the scene where he is suturing up Mr. I think his name is Duncan from death capsule. Yes. Uh, there's only a little funeral director stuff I get to talk about besides what happens to uh, Rico. Uh, you see he's like suturing the left side. Mm-hmm. He has an incision on his left side. And it's always like on the right. Your right is like your, your right carotid Ooh. artery. I don't know if you ever heard that. Your yeah. regular vein, whatever. Um, it's your bigger, your bigger artery it's directly to your brain, whereas your left isn't as much. Um, so that was just a weird
0: like funny that he would be on that side yeah Yeah.
1: like they could have turned him i I guess there's something with camera work and everything probably now let me ask you this because the commentary was was kind of cool it was from michael c hall and lauren ambrose who plays claire okay um this sounds stupid coming out of my mouth but the the actor who who death capsule the person who dies did you think those limbs were did you think he was really an amputee or no
0: um, I didn't think about it.
1: But now that I'm asking,
0: um, I I guess I'll say no.
1: <laughs> yeah, no, it's CGI'd. Yeah, because he was just talking. He was like, no, he was wearing like the green, like gloves or something. The green. No, he was wearing like green pants. Yeah, like the green screen or whatever. Weird. I I, I just thought like I was like, oh, there's no way they they CGI this. Like that's clearly an act. Oh my god. Like, yeah. You know. Um, thought it was funny. David takes the kids out of school. Did this did you ever have this did your parents ever take you out of school not for like a, a fun joy ride but just like I, I guess no like did your parents ever like positively take you out of school so
0: in kindergarten uh-huh I would get so upset to go to school every day that I would make myself throw up <laughs> like I was fit do you know this no I was I would get physically ill from uh-huh. going to kindergarten that my mom like spoke to our pediatrician and the pediatrician told my mom that and I guess I don't know I don't know if things have changed but I guess you don't need to go to kindergarten it's not like legal by law so the doctor told my mom that if I get that upset she should just take me home for lunch so I went to kindergarten from like i don't know nine in the morning until noon or something and that's it that's it i got to come home every day for lunch and like once a week my mom had a new disney movie for me and that was when the disney movies were in like the really thick packaging like the yeah. plot- yep wow. <laughs> so so all the time
1: spoiled <laughs>
0: Yes, all the time that's what happens when you're a good kid
1: <laughs> yeah i i well, never 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 uh, I think the only time I ever got something like this was uh, I got cupcakes brought to my school for like my birthday, and you know like like every birth- year for your birthday. No, like one year, like one year they my, like I think my, my father brought like uh, cupcakes. My birthday is always around Thanksgiving time, yeah. so like, we were never in school. But like one year I was, oh. so he brought him cupcakes one year. Um,
0: no, I think I get taken out of school all the time. Wow, like for fun. Never.
1: Actually, you know, you know what? You want to hear? I gotten taken out of school. T- uh, so. I only got cupcakes brought in once, and the second time I, I ever got my parents came to school to take me out or whatever, Nine eleven.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: As soon as, soon as everything... I was yeah, obviously in New York. Yeah, you told me New about York, that. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, when, when the first building hit, it was a madhouse, and everyone just came, and yeah. I remember my father came, and I wonder how many people not from New York got taken out.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, anyways, um. <laughs> but the way David's using his kids, I kind of it's like the same way we use your dog and you use a pet because if you think about it you just come home and whether you're sad or happy like your dog has to conform to how you're feeling yeah like you come home and it's like no no, i want to play now like how
0: you made <laughs> him cuddle with you this morning
1: yeah <laughs> yes yeah. and you're like guess what i don't care if you're tired or you're not or you're like you you slept too much and you want to like walk around you're gonna cuddle with me right that's now. literally what you said to him this morning <laughs> yeah <No. laughs> But I mean, like, even, like, if your dog is tired think, and you want to play.
0: Yeah, I think that's the point of kids.
1: <laughs> like, you make them <laughs> well, do chores, you make them clean, uh-huh. and you make, like, no, you can't hang out with your I friends, gonna you have to hang out with me. <laughs> I was going to say, like, kids become the same if you become crazy enough, but Ooh. you're crazy. <laughs> Awkward. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> David. Uh, and, you know, you're... you're, you're there's probably like a, a middle ground of where we're right. I mean, you don't you're obviously right if your kids sleeping, you don't wake them up. So but my kid kids
0: want to hang out with me also. It's mutual. Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, I think David's storyline sort of closes out with that pizza burning, and yeah. he has like another freak out, and like that's a freaking scary little freak out to have. Definitely. With you know, he thinks the killer is Nate, and you know, that's kind of crazy, like, stabbing the kid. And know? I guess,
0: are these, again, just, like, hallucinations? Is that what we're thinking? Is
1: Sort of, just yeah. like He's,
0: like, just, like, not mentally So, I there. think Keith
1: came home was what happened, right? Yeah. Right.
0: Yeah, I was like, what is going on? Yeah, yeah. And all the boys are screaming. Yeah. I love those boys, by the way.
1: They're so <laughs> funny. So, I can't remember which one it is. One of them ended up going to play college football for Notre Dame. Oh, no way. Uh, I don't remember... I think it's C.J. Sanders, but I don't know which kid is that. But uh, Michael C. Hall was saying on the commentary, like the who's is the little guy Durrell? Or no, it's Anthony. Anthony. Anthony grew like six inches <laughs> during filming. Like you know, that's really funny. Um, but yeah, that's kind of <laughs> that's kind of David's storyline. Yeah, this I don't week. know much for David. Um, but I think it's something I've been saying since episode one of the podcast, and now here we are episode 62 now that i know how many episodes and the end game by the way this is phase three whoa i I didn't know that yeah well if you think about it right two weeks ago was phase
0: one okay yeah i got that yeah
1: so then last week was phase two was it right
0: oh so yeah then that makes this three but no
1: no because next week is phase four whoa so when you just kind of go right in the middle is
0: next week the game over oof Wow, Too not far. ready for that. Too yeah, far. not ready
1: for that. Sorry, sorry. Uh, since episode one, I've been saying Keith is like the rock. Like he's always, Keith had his down moments, his negative moments of bringing David down or like himself down. But for the most part, Keith, this entire run, like what David is to the Fishers, Keith yeah. is for David. Yeah. If that makes sense, you know, um, you know. Like, what would the Fishers do without David? Right. What would what would David do without Keith? And it does make <laughs> sense,
0: though, because David can't hold all of that weight. Of you know, so and that's, you know, makes yeah. sense.
1: Uh, I guess we talk a little bit about, uh, of the intake and Rico and we'll save the big storylines for the second half. Uh, let's do Rico quick. Rico pushes a talk for the business. Uh, I mean, Rico isn't wrong, mm-hmm. right? Um, but the swing... It, it it's weird how they made rico do it cuz like after arrangements after when they first walked the family out like yeah it's kind of okay mm-hmm. do you think so or no yeah but after that huge fight and rico's like all right let's talk like that's
0: but i think that that huge fight is like listen my name is up there diaz right. on that billboard this is your like you're losing it as in david this is your sister now attacking like our oh, cl- yeah our yeah. clients like I, I, that's how i took it as like Like, imagine if your name was on there and you're dealing with David, who's literally losing it, and his sister, who's attacking the client. You know, I mean, he's just literally watching out for his family and his business. So that's where that's how I took it. You know, I mean, that whole that whole scene was nuts. Yeah. So I didn't see him crossing the line in any way because that whole thing was crazy.
1: Vanessa Vanessa pushes Rico to look at a funeral home and we kind of get a nice Diaz moment this episode, right? Like yeah, their whole life. Yeah, definitely. Limit. And being that we skipped this foreign episode cuz we didn't even talk about Rico last week besides his his eulogy and whatnot. This whole and again, we're repeating here, but this whole storyline just got totally wrapped up with kind of
0: Rico and Vanessa. Yeah, like yeah. they just
1: kind of like yeah, everything's okay now, <laughs> and like how else are you supposed to solve it? Besides, right, and you yeah. know, they you, you don't show day to day, working on it. But like it's kind of like yep, and that's it. Like, you know, that's yeah. the end of Rico sleeping. But with I the think that's or.
0: also good because yeah. at the same time, if they were not going, you know, day by day nitpicking, like yeah. we would just be annoyed. Of oh, course, know? It would so be it so was good. Yeah, I liked though that Vanessa said like this is um like we should be living like our life for us, not yeah. for the Fishers. Yeah, yeah. Like I liked that because really like. I think that Vanessa was kind of pushing Rico at home. Like, did you talk to him? Like, that, she was probably you know, did you talk to him? Yeah, oh, definitely. You, talk, you know, definitely. so that was kind of making Rico more stern. Not that Rico did anything he didn't want to do. Not that Vanessa was wrong. Yeah. But I think that she's. It's easier for her to say we need to think about us, not the Fishers, now because she's not as close to the family or as involved. Right. But um. But again, I don't believe. I don't think that she's wrong. Yeah. Either you know.
1: Um. Kind of all I have From The Rico and Vanessa Part From here on Is like a lot of like Funeral director notes Mm -hmm. Um, Because we learned That David is out With the kids And Rico has to call in Vanessa to work The visitation Mm -hmm. And we see that And David didn't even Finish the body Well we see that The family's there And their body's not Up yet And like This is like Funeral director Stuff here Let's assume this is 2pm And the family's there At 1 Mm o'clock Early Like you know The second You walk in in that morning, like, let's say they get in at 9 a.m., you know... Why are you laughing?
0: Because are you nitpicking?
1: Yeah. (laughs) No, it's a huge nitpick. Like, when you walk in at 9 a.m., you know, okay, is Mr. Duncan ready or is he not? Right. Like, there's no way Rico walked in and was just like, he's not here. Yeah. (laughs) Like, that's, that's, you know, um, we're showing more david you know Mm -hmm. because then you kind of think about and this is the thing that we always talk about like how do the fishers only hire three now two people yeah if rico didn't know let's assume rico walked in right now who let those the family in yeah david's not there the family that maybe they did just walk in like you know what i'm saying yeah it's just a a weird little thing um because like you know how many times we tell a family like oh yeah come in come in at one o'clock and they come at like 10 mm-hmm. you know what i mean you're always yeah like if there are female directors listen to this they know like your you're stuff usually the day before honestly but sometimes stuff gets in the way uh vanessa's called in and we find out she's a natural yeah um did you have anything on her being so nice with the sister of mrs duncan
0: no i i um it was nice that you know, she came in and she was kind of there for Rico in that time. And it was like, man, what would have Rico done without yeah. Vanessa in that situation? And then again, it just kind of like goes to show Rico, I think if he was on the fence about anything, like, man, like we could do this, like I could do this, you know, like kind of giving him that confidence to maybe move away from the Fishers. Right. Um, and if you think about it, David, I don't know how open he is about it, but like David didn't want to become a funeral director. You know what I mean? So now, like, he said he wanted to be a lawyer, in yeah. the, you know? So now it's, like, Rico's stuck here with, yeah. you know?
1: I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hold you right there because I want to say something and I want to get back to, to what you were saying, if you could remind me. Mm-hmm. Um, Colton had asked, like, do I do this, what Vanessa does at visitations? Like, do I sit there with the families oh, okay. and kind of whatever? And, like, I think I've said this to you or, or I've said on the podcast, like, if I talk to a family like Vanessa is... You're getting, and it it sounds so bad to say this, but it's like, you get like empty nothings from me Mm -hmm. from a funeral director. It's like, what do I, I don't know the, I'm there to like help you. I'm like, we're there more to like help make sure like your funeral goes, everything you want happens. Yeah. Not necessarily like emotional support while it's there too. Like we're not, we're not robots, (laughs) you know, uh, but usually it's a lot more listening. You know, if, if a random stranger wants to talk to another random stranger about, their deceased loved one like what are you gonna what are you gonna well, add? of course yeah. Like, you just kind of listen yeah. and you just yeah say normal stuff whatever um but going back to to what i wanted to ask you so we have we have the unique kind of twist or whatever where we have the same thing as dexter that we have going on like i've seen the show mm-hmm. you haven't um so I don't want to poke and prod too much because there's not that much exciting about it. But like, what do you think happens for the business in terms of if next week's the finale and whatnot?
0: Right. Um,
1: and again, if you don't have anything, like we don't have to. Make, right.
0: Well, make I stuff definitely there. think that Rico and I think that Rico goes does his own thing, whether that own thing is the other um, funeral. Uh, funeral home that they were going to look at with their real estate agent whether that's taking over the Fishers I don't know I think Rico definitely does his own thing with that being said if Rico's doing his own thing how is David left to you know what I mean so I guess in that sense I think that they're yeah I think that the Fisher funeral home is probably like no more just in my opinion you know um yeah that's where i
1: would assume and here here is where i wish because you think about it, how much more how much more levity this episode and this finale would have if like this entire time instead of trudging that vanessa and rico stuff if it was like rico was slowly m- building his other place or whatever mm-hmm. and now it came like push to shove and like next week we find out does Rico stay with the Fisher funeral home? Or does right. he start the new Diaz funeral right, home? Like, right. you know, that'd be like a huge, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, cause the same way the show oddly got political, the same way the business, all of a sudden we started, and it's because this show is, was ending. Um, what happens to the business started in those last four episodes. Yeah. Like all of a sudden it was like, well, what no, are we doing? Totally about, right. You know what I mean? Um, let's, if you have nothing else on Vanessa and Rico, we nope. can move over. I wanted to talk a little bit about the intake okay. of this family. Um, I wanted to talk about the prosthetics, but we did already. Nice little tidbit. The sister of the deceased mm-hmm. and the woman who talks to uh, Vanessa. That's Michael C. Hall's first wife. No way. Yeah.
0: Um. Another little tidbit. Oh. I heard that Michael C. Hall, huge cheater.
1: Huge. <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Okay. First of all, what do you mean? You inside heard? scoop? <laughs> inside
0: scoop? You've heard it here first.
1: Wow. Michael like, well, C
0: Hall, huge cheater. Yep. It's hard wow. to look at on the same, but it is what it is.
1: Okay. Well, um, you totally stomp on my tidbit. Oh yeah. That this is <laughs> <laughs> that this is his first wife. uh Um, I find it hilarious that Holly apologizes to David. For going nuts when they're in the arrangements, I know. And then like they go outside and like that's what happens. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, and she kind of like really hits David right because she's like, "This is the only brother I'll ever have." Yeah, and, and he's like, "Yeah."
0: I th- I, what did he say? I think he even said something like, "Trust me, I like totally understand or what something he, like yeah that, something along know? those lines." But it's um, like if
1: you only knew, yeah, like you know, if she only knew. And I, I'm not sure if... She, I never even looked up if she's like a an actress or whatever. But think about how hard it is. Like that's your day on the job. Like you're going to be the, the one who assists in suicide. Yeah. And then you're going to, you know... Um, Claire... I, I, we have more Claire's freak out mm-hmm. in Claire's storyline. But I mean this whole... This poor family. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, you you put your... I don't care who you are. You put your pol- your politics aside for everything that's going on here. And it's just like... That must really suck.
0: <laughs> yeah, it. Um, and and we we definitely kind of talked about this a little bit, so I'm not going to go like that far into it. But again, it just like really hit home when they were talking during arrangements, and the um sister said like, you know, you're going to put him in that uniform again. You're going to add these prosthetics. Like, right. you're just going to dress it up. And it's like being like a veteran or a soldier is so like highly respected, and and like. That like the people that can do that and that have that courage, it's amazing. But it's like, man, like the things that they sacrifice, you know, like like, like we all we all kind of know that, you know, to a certain extent. But like seeing like this, like 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 you know, yeah. seeing that that image, it's like, man, the stuff that they sacrifice. And yes, like it's amazing that you know we can kind of um, bury him in in his uniform and and give him that proper burial. Yeah, but it is like. Like it's just it's just so sad, you yeah. know. Like like yeah. I feel like joining any sort of military branch is such an honorable thing, yeah. And it's so sad that like this stuff happens all the time, yeah. For doing like such an honorable, I don't
1: know. <laughs> uh, um, I, you know, I'm not a violent violent person, despite yes. what you said to people on our Dexter podcast.
0: Yeah, I was just kidding. <laughs> but
1: how does not anyone bear Claire's not big? Yeah. How do you not bear hug Claire and pick her up? and drag her into the house she's a this little like... tiny
0: squirrel i don't know <laughs> why they couldn't have just picked her up well, I'm saying,
1: this isn't like this isn't like okay let's let let's let them figure out this is like you're right and what she's saying is right fuck yeah like, like david kind of slightly drags her away and tosses her to claire and even re- everyone's like yelling at ted right yo pick up claire yeah. bear hug her and Throw her in the house
0: And also like Whether you support the war or not yeah, Of, who, course, of course. who doesn't support a soldier
1: Yeah Like who yeah.
0: doesn't What right. and, and also when To I, be fair
1: she didn't know Because remember As soon as when she said They just lost You just lost your yeah, brother Yeah but
0: like What did she think That they were there for well,
1: She's clearly not thinking No I know I <laughs> guess you're yeah you know? But like
0: it's like What did you think You know
1: Yeah yeah Um, That's kind of all I had On this family Because then at the end Obviously we see I think later when we see Vanessa with the sister uh, that's more for Vanessa's Rico story than it is for yeah uh, I guess that being said we can leave the two big storylines for the second half yes and perhaps
0: <laughs> are we going on a break? find a place where you can see all the mamas and the papas take a chance on a recommend y'all Hard as hell just to comprehend, y'all. Yeah. disbelieve that I do suspend and easy now to find a breeze. And now, a question from our sponsors. Why
1: did we leave score? I rented some movies and got the stuff to make pizza. I was missing you guys.
0: Did something happen to Keith? And now it's time for you to go.
1: Part 2 of the podcast And I have absolutely no two things here to say Wow, that's I a know, shock. I got nothing Wow. What were we talking about during the break Besides being sick um, I thought we were talking about something else No Trying to make something here before we Absolutely nothing, nothing. <laughs> Well um, Let's get back into it here uh, I guess Claire Is the bigger storyline to finish with Okay. Actually, Brendan, Billy, let's let, let's let's do Claire first. Okay. Um, Claire, totally drunk. Um, and it's funny that you pointed out like she had totally stopped doing drugs and yeah. alcohol, and now she's like totally regressed. Yeah.
0: So I have two things. <laughs> Go ahead. One, Claire plays an awesome drunk.
1: <laughs> I, that, I was gonna ask you. Awesome did you drunk. think? Go ahead.
0: Yes, I was like, oh my god, are we like? I want to party with Claire right now. Like she was just like she was just an awesome drunk, and two the way when she was in the bathroom and i forget her coworker's name that was like
1: kirsten kirsten okay kirsten such a bitch yeah <laughs> yes
0: um so when kirsten was trying to be nice and trying to be calm whatever and um and claire was just being so mean for no reason but aside from being drunk. Mm-hmm. But, um, and when she took all the, like pulls all the tissues out of the box and like yeah. makes it like rain tissues. Yeah. I thought that was like such a Ruth move. I was like, <laughs> I can wow. see Ruth doing wow. that. Like, like, you know, how Ruth is like, like yeah. she'll just like freak out and like throw yeah. something. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, like something so ridiculous. That's like so I just thought like, that was such a uh, Ruth move. Yeah.
1: That's funny. I didn't even uh, pick up on that. Uh, uh, we talked a little bit about her, what happens, um, obviously during the intake, with with the truck and everything with mm-hmm. the family. So we I mean we don't kinda have to go over that again. Uh then I have it right here question Is Lauren Ambrose a good drunk? This is her first time playing a drunk that she said on the uh commentary. She was so amazing. <laughs> what did you think? Um My I feel yes. She was she serviceable. I was I was never like, Oh my god, she's obviously playing a drunk. Like which
0: you believe she was drunk. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah,
1: which yeah. is all that matters, you know. Um. Uh, when when they're back in the Fisher house and and Claire is yelling at Ted, Ted doesn't take this to heart, right? Because I mean, he, he gets like weirdly emotional, but like you got to know you, what you are dealing with. I and, and the most the most hurtful thing she says is, "I never met a guy named Ted" or something you like know, that. But right?
0: She also says, "I don't like you."
1: Okay, but I mean, <laughs> I just think all of that. I mean, you kind of have to swallow that. You don't take none of that to heart, do you? I th- she just railed on her family outside the funeral hall.
0: No, I get all of that. I think if Ted stays around, he's either an idiot or a saint. I don't know which one.
1: What do you mean stays around? Like after, like tomorrow?
0: Yeah. Like if he, if he pushes, like you said, like, oh, come on, you can't take that to heart. You can't this. If he doesn't take that to heart and just says like, oh, well, she's just drunk. She's just.
1: Oh, so you, you think like he should be taking this to heart. Yeah. Yeah. What? Or, why or i think at least she's clearly not in her right mind okay but then, the entire family Then,
0: like talk about baggage like is that what you oh okay
1: not- <laughs> like, is that all right yeah there's baggage but like you see where the baggage started from
0: but like that's is that what you want to put like okay so your workplace you just dragged your girlfriend okay l-
1: l- your- okay l- let me say this though let me say this though God forbid something happen, Elizabeth. God forbid something happens to my family, mm-hmm. and six weeks later you have to drag me out. I don't think you're thinking about ending things with me. I think no. it's clearly I'm going through a really rough time.
0: Right, and I agree with that. But they're also
1: fair enough. New they're new. Yeah. Well, they they now they have been dating almost probably three months, maybe yeah, more. But that's
0: still pretty new.
1: Yeah, but.
0: Uh, and then, so I, I don't did
1: I know. You were so harsh on on. I thought this was a, clearly a. You know, Ted's clearly not going to take Claire at her what she means. Like, who's Claire really? Who she was the four months prior, or who she was that day?
0: But yeah, like
1: like a very small sample size and a distorted sample size. No, I know, but I
0: I if I was Ted, I would definitely be like, what is going on?
1: Yeah, no, I I mean, you're not wrong.
0: Because it's like, it's so then it's like... My antenna would
1: go up. Like,
0: if, if like, we've obviously, you and I have been drunk around each other. Right. We don't... And now, thankfully, we've never been in this type of situation together where we lost a sibling or a loved one close to us while we were dating, you know? But, um... I don't think that just being drunk gives you the right to to say those things. You know, and I do agree that she doesn't mean those things. I yeah. agree that she doesn't know what she's talking about. And he probably shouldn't take it to heart, but he should definitely maybe be questioning like, is this what I want to do? No, I, I
1: you know, I, it's fair to say your antennas go up. I just don't think like Ted goes home and is like, man, I think it's time to end it. I think it's just more like, oh, that was a little rough. Uh, and, and I guess to your point, there's probably other warning signs than just this. Yeah. Like, I bet you she's been yeah. lacking a lot in other... But in know.
0: my um, my thoughts of the finale, mm-hmm. Ted's not around.
1: Okay. Uh, <laughs> and it's funny, like, you know, discussing that we have, like, the same dynamic that we have going on for Dexter. It's kind of interesting to see... Uh, um, Cause I just feel like something happened with the writer's room that made Claire like the prominent figure as the series ends. Mm -hmm. You'll understand a little bit more next week. Um, but she was always in the foreground. You remember yeah. we always we always did Claire stories at the end. Yeah,
0: was like oh, should we? We always kind of
1: was just like and think about like how prominent she's been like the past yeah past uh, like last week and this week Definitely. you know like it's almost like she made it to part two of the podcast no! <laughs> like Claire never did you That's know so funny, um, yeah. and how the series ends it's just kind of like well something happened in the writers room where they just kind of shifted Claire so funny, you know, yeah. um because if if you think about it this show has no main character. No. Like you can say you can say it's Michael C. Hall, but how many times did we push Michael C. Hall to the side and talked about Brenda this week or Nate this week? Yeah. And same thing. You could say Nate's the main character, but there's a lot of weeks we just kind of, you know, whatever. Absolutely. Um and you got you have Frances Conroy on the show, who's probably the biggest actor. She's the biggest actress on Mm the show, all right?
0: Yeah. Kathy Bates too. But she she's She's a small small character. character. Yeah. But um, I think she... That's,
1: the, yeah, but that speaks to the level of fame that the characters ha- actors yeah. have, actors have. Because like you're right, Kathy Bates is the biggest, yeah. but she's also like a... What other show has a B-level character who's bigger than the entire no, yeah. cast, you know? Um, despite that, Claire talks with Nate at the gravesite. Uh, and I have it here. What did you take Nate Static as? Um, I, so I have it on my notes here that I have it as... If you like boil life down, nothing matters besides what matters. Yeah. Like, like this. What this podcast? Like nothing matters besides like your life. I have no idea what that means though in relation to the episode because it's not what Nate really says.
0: But that's like totally kind of what I got out of it also, uh-huh. and I feel like if we're gonna kind of um now obviously watching this in 2018, kind of put it in today's day and age, like social media, Facebook, right, right. Instagram, like people care so much about that stuff. And like really it's just noise. It's just in the background. It, it means yeah. nothing in comparison to life. And like don't let that stuff drag you down or don't let that have like give you a different outlook on right. what life is really yeah. about. Yeah. You know that and that's how I took it. But so we pretty much took it like kind of the same way.
1: So this this grave site um I I, I do you have anything else on this gravesite when they're that two of them talking and before she crashed, I guess, and and, and when she does crash the hearse, which is kind of like a big signal for the series. Yeah. Do you have anything here? Because um, there's something very, when it hit me, I was like, oh, shit.
0: Um, not so much. I felt like kind of her crashing the hearse was kind of like her... Like character Like like she's just yeah. being like very Self-destructive Like yeah, of course. with her job With Ted yeah. Now with the car Like the car is just An actual Scenario that happens Like kind of showing it Right But um So I, that's like What I took of Like the car accident If we had to say Like why did that happen It just shows that like Her life is unraveling in Yeah a sense, You know And she's She's um Not doing well But aside from that I don't have anything So so much So what did you have
1: The fact that claire only gets 950 for the hearse yeah i'm surprised she even got 950 because it's like that's like a lot of money no yeah,
0: but how cool was that car
1: i mean cool for like nothing yeah i guess uh the part that i thought was kind of cool that brought me back to two episodes ago was because it made me question like why are we having these animals animal sounds
0: i was wondering i like thought that that was strange too but i didn't
1: this is ecotone, no? Like this is the part where two, two whatever they call two, like ecologies intersect, right? Because I mean, this is because there's the, we see the deer later. I, 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 what I'm saying is, it can't be coincidence that you know that episode was called ecotone and the whole thing of two, two whatever ecologies living in the same whatever and yeah, those are that's not like a normal dog. That sounds like a wolf. Definitely. I don't know if there's wolves in California, California, Los Angeles, but um, I don't know. I thought this was ecotone, like kind of what Nate was, what happened in that episode and what happened to Nate.
0: I'm not disagreeing with you, but could you like elaborate possibly more? Cause I feel like I'm like kind of getting where you're going, but kind of not.
1: Well, like this is, that's where Claire was in an ecotone talking to Nate, just how like Nate died. And the idea okay. of an ecotone.
0: Yeah, that it actually does make a lot more sense. I think that I took in the ecotone episode, obviously, um, we just saw kind of Nate's ecotone. We didn't really think of like other right. people's or we didn't, I, I didn't at least think of like other people's. Um, so that definitely is interesting. I kind of took a lot of like these um, ecotones, if you will, um, as Nate kind of like being the new Nathaniel. Yeah. Too. You know, but um. But no, that definitely makes sense. The ecotone.
1: Yeah, and we'll you know we'll we'll talk about her on the bus later. So I guess we can move to Brenda, Billy, Ruth, and George. Yeah. Um, Billy brings Brenda, Maya's medical history, mm-hmm. and that's Billy being a good brother. Yes.
0: I think it's definitely Billy being a good brother, a good support system. And I feel like it's also in a weird way, but I know we're going to get into it. Billy kind of like acting as the father, as the paternal (laughs) role. I didn't even see it like that. Yeah. Like, um, but again, I know we're going to get into that. So.
1: (laughs) Uh, Even the touching in that first. Yeah. When they're in bed, it's. Yeah.
0: It's so weird. So I've obviously I've never um, had a baby before, but women will say it's really uncomfortable for them, for anyone to touch their stomach. Now of course. I, <laughs> I have a brother. Yeah, I don't think it would be that crazy. I, I don't think he would. I don't think he would want to. I don't think to it'd be. To touch your stomach? Yeah. I don't think it would be that crazy if he said like, oh, can I feel it move or whatever? But if you see like Billy's hand placement, like, mm-hmm. out of, like, her entire big belly. <laughs> he goes, like, for right under the boob.
1: Oh, really? I didn't oh, even pick yeah. up on that. And
0: it's like, oh, God, that's so uncomfortable. <laughs> so uncomfortable.
1: Uh, um, we're going to be bopping in and out from Ruth and George to, to Billy and Brenda. Mm-hmm. Uh, George, George plays, like, the good guy role here in this episode. Yeah. Um, he knows a lot about all these tubes falling out. And Ruth is, like... I would say sort of overwhelmed by George's dedication to everything. Um, I think it's odd. Not odd. It's funny an episode where everyone's going crazy. The one sane one is George. That's so funny.
0: <laughs> um, when they were having this scene in the car on the way to the doctor and George was talking and Ruth definitely seemed overwhelmed, but at the same time, she seemed really appreciative. And I was like, wow, this is this like George is being awesome right now. And then a sec- I was like, wait a minute how is George here right now? Like, what is happening? What happened in these six weeks? You know, and I'm not disappointed. You know, it's nice to see him there and it's nice to see him in a good place helping Ruth. But yeah, I was like, whoa, whoa, wait, what happened? You know?
1: Yeah, if you think of it, it's been six weeks. She has no one, you know, who it is. If David's being David and all fried and same thing with Claire, Nate's gone. Like, yeah, she kind of, and you know, we... They are married, right. <laughs> you know. Oh God, yeah, I didn't even think know? about they that. You know, they never got that to divorce. That's so crazy. It's just kind of the fight at the doctor's office. Uh, um, and I think we kind of we, we said this last episode, like it was really smart of Brenda.
0: Totally. Like, I think so. It's.
1: I feel it's really unfair for her to be punished it, for for dropping.
0: I feel like it would have been selfish on Brenda's part to keep Maya, of course, knowing that she could not be the best for yeah. her right now and
1: that's just exactly what she said yeah it's just it's so odd so odd it's, that's almost you being used against her right where i don't think anyone you know if if their roles were reversed and brenda was ruth let's say like brenda would have said no give me yeah you know give me your david let's say whatever
0: just your own opinion yeah who do you think is more entitled to maya
1: wow no brenda
0: no i think i don't okay i think no i think so too but i i was like researching a little bit on this episode oh, but
1: maybe not by law though right oh they're mad they were married I think, yeah because they were married I,
0: i'm not I, I mean i guess that might be something like in a in a will or something i'm not sure but i was researching a little bit on this episode and i found a few articles and people said um it's hard to to tell who would be um like better, like where Maya, who's more entitled, I guess, to Maya.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I didn't think that way. I totally thought Brenda would have been, and like really for Maya, that's Brenda's her mom, right? You know. But I was just curious here.
1: No, at at, at first I didn't even think twice about it. But Then I was like, oh wait, that's not her child. Mm-hmm. And, but I guess if they were married, that sort of that supersedes all yeah. of that. Um. I wonder if she would go to foster care before she'd go to Ruth. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I'm assuming. You know what's funny? We're going to get an email <laughs> now about this where someone's going to explain this to us exactly. Um, just funny. Um, funny, like you said, like Nate's new Nathaniel. Yeah. The way he t- talks to uh, Brenda in the elevator. Uh, Colton pointing this out, pointed this out. Um, when Brenda's in the elevator, if you see in the bottom left corner by her right shoulder, there's a... Um, there's a little poster that says bipolar psychiatric.
0: Oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's funny. That's funny.
1: Um, this being that is Brenda's vision, and it's not re- necessarily Nate. This yeah. is Brenda almost talking to herself. Um, this is Brenda's talk thinking about sleeping with Billy, no?
0: <laughs> I think so, yeah.
1: Like, this is not... Yeah. Like, we'll get to the dream in a little bit, but this is Brenda in the elevator thinking to herself.
0: I think it's like she's questioning those thoughts yeah you know but again i feel like a lot of it is billy's kind of like paternal yeah i don't want to say instinct but like paternal takeover or whatever you would like to call it for the baby and really for brenda like brenda's not at a good place and billy's kind of taking over as a spouse would you know
1: brenda thinking this how much can you blame this on being just being pregnant and understanding, like being pregnant, doesn't mean like you just want to have sex with your siblings. But I just imagine you start thinking and doing crazy stuff. And the reason why you don't do that many crazy stuff because you're limited. But right, I imagine you just start thinking crazy stuff like this. Yeah, right? I, w-
0: I would imagine that her hormones are pretty right, much all over the place. Yeah, um, especially like just given the circumstances. If she wasn't pregnant, you yeah. know, like her, her, her hormones have to be all over the place. So I think that being pregnant on top of that does not help. But I think it's that she's really relied on Billy for the last six weeks. He's living there with her. Yeah. That, um, that's where I think she's kind of questioning these things, you know?
1: Yeah. Uh, I liked what he said in the elevator. I want I wrote it down. He says, uh, you only get one life, no God, no rules, no judgment, except for those you create or except for yourself or i don't i clearly didn't write it right uh but once it's over it's over dreamless sleep forever and ever so why not be happy forever and that's kind of been the channel with motto because mm-hmm. <laughs> like it's why brenda has been again this is brenda saying it to herself exactly and that's what brenda over the seasons has been I, I don't know what the word is non-monogamous monogamous Kind of reckless. Well, I just meant she can't sleep with one person. Right. It always has to be. It's funny how it ended for her with Nate, Mm -hmm. Nate being the one. But, um, but yeah, reckless. I mean, you know, she was having threesomes. Yeah. With strangers in her house. Like, yeah, it's pretty reckless, you know? Uh, Um, when Ruth is with Maya lying down and Nate Nate comes, comes again as, you know, this is now Ruth's vision to, to herself. Um, this one was kind of sweet, and this one, this one was a little like, "Ooh, that's that's deep." Because like, when he says, "When you pat her forehead, when you rub her forehead, I can feel it." Yeah, and that's Ruth, like you yeah. know, talking to herself. That's like, damn, that's.
0: And I, I feel like if. Ruth does have any guilt For keeping Maya Yeah Then that is like Herself telling herself Like no This is how This is what Nate Would have wanted this <laughs> Yeah is, You yeah. know what I mean Because yeah. again This is like What Ruth is imagining You know What mm-hmm. Ruth is envisioning One thing too um, That we didn't mention Is that when they were In the doctor's office And George said Maya is all Ruth has
1: Yeah
0: Um, I thought that That was a really sweet Kind of moment When I first watched it And then the second time around I was thinking like okay and that's sad and unfortunate but what about Maya like we still need (laughs) to do what's best for Maya like I understand that that's Maya's all Ruth has but what's the best for Maya you know
1: And, and speaking of like that's all Ruth has um Ruth from show beginning to show end like sort of broke even like she started out with Nathaniel ended with a George like she lost Nate but ended up like with a Maya um like she just kind of started. She's now like where she was in the beginning. Yeah. After everything that had happened, you know. Um, But yeah, I mean, what I guess what's best for Maya is Brenda. Yeah. Right. No, I think so. But, yeah. Um.
0: I mean, even George says like, well, we're a little old, but <laughs> we can make it work. You know, yeah, yeah. I mean, who's going to be running around with her? Yeah. Not Ruth yeah. and George.
1: Yeah. Uh, Brenda says to Billy, I thought I'd have more people surrounding me as I get older and being that this is like a show that we can relate to in terms of like just emotions and everything think about how how true that is yeah like you know when you're growing up you do think you're gonna oh my god i'm gonna know so many people yeah and like as someone who's going through it like your close friends yeah (laughs) what i'm just saying like think about how like one day you turn around and you're like, oh my God. Yeah. Where's, where's the the 10 best friends I, where's yeah. my MySpace top eight? Oh my gosh. <laughs> and all of a sudden it's, you know.
0: Yeah. It's- um, I forget who says it, if it's Brenda or Billy, but they say, as we get older, the number of people that truly get us shrinks. Right. And, and I, like, I loved that line. Like I, it's so true, you know? And again, it's one of those things that when you're younger, you know, you have all these people around you and you have all these friends and everyone gets it. And then it's like, oh my God, like as you're older, like you just evolve so much as a person and then like when you find someone that like gets it like that's like huge you know like you can't let go of that person because it's like there's so many other there's everyone else out there doesn't get it you know so Uh,
1: um we move to perhaps the most awkwardest scene in six feet under so terrible since the maggie hospital scene oh (laughs) my god um this being a dream it's this is coming from brenda's perspective yeah this is brenda's dream not billy's yeah something they said on the commentary that made me like it's it's one of the few times i listened to a commentary and i was like fuck that is why you listen to a commentary michael c hall and lauren actually lauren brought it up and then michael c hall kind of agreed and like furthered the point like we think this is real yeah before it's a dream totally and the fact that it is a dream almost punishes you for thinking it's a dream. Oh,
0: God. Right? Because it's just right. kind of like, no,
1: how dare you think that? Yeah, That's not going to happen. It's just a dream. But shame on you for thinking right. it was real. Because I, I, I'll i tell you what, if I further all of this, I thought this was real. I was surprised it was a dream. What I'm trying to say is I've seen the show. You yeah. didn't. Yeah. When in my head, all the time we've been talking about this, I thought this was something they did. And then they were like, "No, you know what? You know what? No, no, never mind. I I totally forgot it was a dream." By oh, her. that's so funny. That's what I mean. Like, yeah, yeah if, that's if really if funny. We both thought it was yeah. a dream, but I really thought, it, um, I thought it actually happened. Yeah. Like going into it. Um, God, thank God it did not. Again, I, I have here just like yeah, you can't blame, just the same kind of same way you can't bl- blame Claire for everything that's going on right now. You kind of can't blame Brenda, but like you said, hormones whatnot. There's something I wanted to bring up though, in that. So this is incest. Yes. On a prime time hit TV show. Yes. Gets me to think I had written down a few and then I asked Colton for a bunch of others.
0: Other it's incest.
1: In top popular TV shows. Okay. And listen to this list. And because it makes me I have a question for you after. So Sons of Anarchy
0: okay never watched so, it
1: I didn't, I have only watched a few of these right but okay Sons of Anarchy Six Feet Under little spoiler alert here I don't want to say it Another I already sh- know My, okay Dexter yeah <laughs> Um, Boardwalk Empire Game of Thrones Arrested Development Ray Donovan okay in movies Star Wars Cruel Intention The Crow Back to the Future and that was a really quick list right that was kind of like go off the top of your head I'm sure we're missing huge oh, ones oh yeah leads me to think is incest more common than we think
0: let's because
1: well but here's the thing though like you know the reason why a common trope in television or movies is like save the save the the princess or save whatever is because like you know most of us are schlubs go to work come you know and just kind of working and in your head you live out this fantasy of you, you're you're the, you know, you're the champion, whatever. Okay. Like, that's just kind of like the, the generality of superheroes. Okay. Like, you know, Clark Kent's a super nerd, yeah. but actually he's Superman, you know? um And like revenge, you know, you're, 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 you're it's the, the villains killed your wife and you're going to seek revenge and you're going to kill all the, vi- you know, yeah. cousins, so whatever. Is incest one of the, <laughs> like, is incest that common? Because like.
0: Isn't it a? I, and I know we're just we're talking totally just on a show and everything. But isn't it illegal?
1: Is it illegal for a man and woman to have sex? With a brother that, and sister? Yeah. I would say it's illegal to procreate. Right. Is it illegal to have sex if anyone above the age of eighteen? Like if you are both of legal age, is is it anyone?
0: I don't know. I thought it was illegal, but maybe it's it's just to procreate. and again, who's gonna go like you know, I mean like no no, one no ever I get what you mean for that, but um I don't know. I mean I really Because
1: I, let's say you're right, then what about cousins? And how do you prove it?
0: No no I know.
1: Well I'm just saying, like yeah. I, I get uh, but furthermore, you know, those are some really big shows I just named. Yeah. Like huge huge like advertising dollars were thrown yeah. in and incest is a thing <laughs> like you know it just it really does make me wonder is it a lot more because we're sitting i like up until this point actually up until i saw this scene i'm like incest almost doesn't happen <laughs> and then i saw this i was like wait a second because then i right. thought of dexter yeah boardwalk empire it's a huge storyline yeah. um and i was just like oh my god incest this has to be pretty common i guess and it's
0: one of those things that i feel like we talk about a lot on the podcast that you can relate to so much on yeah. the show that it's like, why would they have that? <laughs> yeah,
1: yeah, you
0: know. Um, again, as I mentioned earlier, I have a brother. That's disgusting.
1: You no, know? I, I mean, I mean, yeah. Who, who's, <laughs> and here is the thing too, right? Furthermore, there is no one out there who's going to be like,
0: definitely. I know. I
1: actually love. I can't even <laughs> ew, say the ew, words. Oh no! <laughs> but no one's going to be like, no. I actually, I actually prefer. <laughs> you know. Oh my god. Um, it's something to think about because.
0: Something not to think about, <laughs> that's, actually.
1: That's true. That's true. Uh, Brenda wakes up disturbed and, and kicks Billy out. And I guess good for Brenda, right? Yeah. For that's being a responsible yeah, or whatnot. Yeah, definitely. Um, let's talk a little bit about the George and Maggie scene. Um, this was a, a powerful scene. Yeah. Um, go ahead.
0: So speaking of the whole dream sequence, mm-hmm. I totally was thinking, Wow. like, is this a dream? Like, this has to be a dream. And only because we... We don't know a ton about Maggie. Like, like she she's a fairly big character in the last few episodes, but we still don't know that much about her. But we've never seen her like this. Yeah. Even with Brenda kind of interrogating her and that, like, we've never really seen her crack. And so I totally was like, "Oh, this has to be a dream." There's no way. And then I was like, "Oh my god, why isn't George waking up?" (laughs) Like, what? This isn't. This Mm -hmm. is real. You know.
1: What Maggie ends up saying to George? Yeah. And we had a little. There was a tiny bit of discussion on this, this, again, this past week about who's unlucky. After Maggie says everything she says to George, does it change your mind at all? The fact that... Because she said everything that we said last week. Yeah. Was just kind of like, you picked me up here. You put me on this earth. Like, you abandoned us. Yeah. Um...
0: After Brenda's having dreams about her brother, it makes it difficult <laughs> to to want to side with her or to right, want to believe right. that she... But again, it's just one of those things. And you've said it a million times. You'll say it a million I know, more. I know. I know. You, could, you could show me everything. And I'm going to be like, yeah, you're right. I feel so bad for Maggie. That sucks. But I can't not feel the way i feel about brenda like she no i get it i get it
1: i just because like when i watched the scene i was like well that's kind of everything we said about maggie yeah this poor girl was put here came here for her father and you know now we learn like she just pretends everything because this whole time you're like wow what a what a strong woman maggie is for dealing with her father and she just puts up with it just so her father can like appreciate could let her know she's there yeah, or he's there. Um,
0: now, do you think because she mentioned something, um, I don't have any friends here. I don't have any family here. I just have people, people's lives I've ruined and I've ruined myself in front of. Yeah. And George genuinely seemed confused. Do you think that people know that they had sex before he passed?
1: I think like, do you think? I, that I think that's everyone except Ruth knew. Or or and then because Brenda, in the next scene, tells Ruth. Yeah, but the way she reacts,
0: it's like she already. It's knew kind of that, like she knew, but don't it. say that. Yeah, exactly.
1: Uh the the. Are you asking? Does George know?
0: I was just asking in general.
1: That, like, I think if, everyone knows if, if
0: if what you think if people know. Or, I think
1: I think everyone knows just yeah. because of the the nature of it.
0: This is um kind of a little off topic, but I wonder if anyone knows that Nate kind of ended things with Brenda because the I only think any, yeah I wonder like if she told anyone that or not or how that like was left off too. I you
1: know? I would imagine. Brenda didn't go around saying right I wouldn't before tell anyone. well right before Nate died he, he yeah. divorced me especially <laughs>
0: if you do want Maya
1: yeah yeah of course you're not telling yeah.
0: people but I but I just wonder like you know like I was just like like yeah. wondering how that played out but yeah
1: um, that's fine I, I didn't even think about that but no I, I wonder if George knew
0: about if they slept. Yeah. well, I- I'm telling you, when she said that, I've ruined people's lives and I've ruined myself in front of them. That would make and no- he looked really confused. Really, and I think he might have even like responded with like, "What are you talking about?" And she just didn't say anything. That it just made me think like, "Huh, I wonder who knows." And and also like it- like I'm sure it's just not spoken about because yeah. why would you? Yeah. But yeah. you know, just interesting. Interesting.
1: Uh, Brenda goes to Ruth's to pick up Maya, and again. I think shame on Ruth for blaming Brenda for dropping off Maya. Um, does does water break like this or is this a Hollywood trope?
0: Um, I don't know. <laughs> um, I was going to say the only time I've ever seen a water break was like in Hollywood like this. Um, I think I, I'm sure it's like, you know, obviously super more dramatic in movies and things. But um, I know that like when your water does break, it just like it just comes out.
1: Even Ever since I was a little kid, when I remember my mother was pregnant with my sister, just hearing the term, I have, you know, when my water breaks, that's when it's time. I just remember just picturing she had like a garbage bag of water in her belly. Yeah. And at any moment. Pretty much. Like, yeah. I know. I just, I never. Yeah. Um, I just wonder, is it. I mean, is it is it that dramatic? I, I assume no. I know. think
0: I've um I think I've told you this, but when my sister's water broke with her second child, she thought she accidentally went to the bathroom in yeah. bed and was yelling at her husband, and he said, "No, I'm pretty sure your water broke." Hmm. And she was like, "What are you talking about? No!" And it was like definitely her water. And the nurse was like, "Honey, if your bladder could hold this much liquid, <laughs> like you would be yeah, like yeah. in you know in here for another reason." So I think it is like just a ton of liquid that the baby is essentially like sitting in, you know, right um but again yeah i'm sure i mean because in the movies it always comes out you know at the worst time or when the person is upset or angry and things like that um but yeah i don't know someone tell us
1: (laughs) uh our episode ends with claire taking the bus back and i think at this point it would mean all the fishers have taken a bus on the show think about ruth took a bus like two weeks ago yeah and then the second episode david and I'll be at a different bus, but David and Nate take a bus that Brenda sets them up on. Um, I don't know. Is there something there? I don't know. But, you know, they they show Claire on a bus. They don't yeah. show her like walking into the house or yeah. anything. So whatever. And along with Brenda giving, a, giving birth or death to oh. Willa.
0: Oh, that's sad. I did well. her
1: name. Well, I wasn't supposed to.
0: No, but it's like you know you don't want to think of it of, no. of it not being healthy, and then like having a name to so the baby well, like gives it, it more so of th- like this a,
1: didn't even this didn't even come across your mind. Remember how many problems the baby had?
0: Yeah, but um,
1: there's something huge here that I want to say, and I'm gonna. But
0: um, I, I mean, I guess I was I was wrapped in the episode, and I I kind of liked that while ruth and brenda were not getting along ruth was in the room with her like i thought that was like a really good moment so i wasn't even thinking like bad negative thoughts because i just like enjoyed that you know and even like nate was in the room you know you yeah. know as 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 whatever he was but i i to be honest i wasn't even thinking of, like the health of the baby um because
1: remember too they said it's like really early yeah yeah, yeah. I was going to say something, but um, I'll leave that as a little cliffhanger for you. Oh, oh come, come on. on. Uh, um, and that brings us to the end of our episode. Did you notice the song at all? Because if you notice, like, the episode ends on a high note in terms of music. Cause okay. as soon as it goes to credits, it kind of... Anyway, do you know the band Arcade Fire? Yes. Are you a fan of them?
0: Um, I, I'm impartial, yeah.
1: So I heard on the commentary that they were talking about this song... And they said that Arcade Fire created this song specifically for the show. Oh, that's cool. And their album, and I want to see if it's actually still the album. They said their album is called Funeral, which is obviously has to do with the show. Um, Arcade that's pretty Fire. cool that the band would, would do that. Let me see if it's still their album. Oh, no, it's called EP. Well, there goes that. Oh no, their two thousand four album is called Funeral. Very cool. And they said that this this especially was created for um for Six Feet Under. So I thought that was kind of cool. Uh, yeah, and we'll talk about songs, uh, and important songs next week. That brings us to the end of our episode. Anything you'd like to add before we Only one cut tidbit
0: out? um that I wanted to say I just didn't make it in, is that with everything Maggie said to George yeah. about just kind of being absent and not being there for her, and now George is not really, but kind of like re restarting this whole child bearing thing with Maya and Ruth, and like like he seems really natural and really like good with Maya. That it's almost like is he like making up for it now because of like his shortcomings with Maggie? Right. Right. Um. Yeah. It just, it just you know it's it fair to say. Yeah. Like I wonder if he had some like learning or growing there, or if he you know just guilt maybe and you know making up that shortcoming with maggie for maya now i don't know
1: yeah Uh, i just thought that was interesting yeah definitely uh i guess that's that's there is as i said in the beginning of the episode there are so many episode moments that must have come and gone without me even noticing that i was just like oh man i can't wait till we in six feet until we get to this till we get to this and it's like oh my god and i know they all don't happen next week yeah (laughs) i've already like spot watched next week a bunch of times already like just seeing like what happens um it's just so funny like this is the uh this is the penultimate (gasps) (laughs) i guess with that being said we will join you next week for the last time
0: all right bye
1: thanks for listening everyone
0: The Digging Six Feet Under podcast. Listen to this and all episodes at diggingpodcast.com. Join us on the next episode as we review each episode of HBO's original television series, Six Feet Under. Please search and subscribe to us on iTunes under Digging Six Feet Under.